What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Three Major Sports. We are here for episode number 30. Uh, my name is Enrique, and as always, joined by my co-host on the West Coast, Rob. What's up, man? Hello, fella. Hello, hello. So, it is back. We are back because it is back. We are coming to you Wednesday night, September 14th, just after week one of the NFL regular season and less than 24 hours from the start of week two. This week, Thursday night, we have a tremendous game with uh, Kansas City and the Chargers matching up. So for anybody who is listening to this uh, during Thursday, game is on Amazon Prime. So Thursday night games are on Amazon this year. I don't believe they're on local television anymore, and I don't think they're even being uh, simulcast on the NFL network. I think it's yeah, all I think it's just, just Amazon. Uh, Amazon. Yeah. They paid so, a good amount of money for that. Yes, I'm sure that they did. <laughs> because anything with that shield on it, it costs a good amount of money. That's right. So Plus, that's what they got talk. Herb Street for, right? Didn't they get Herb Street for that? Did they really for Thursday Night Football? I think so. Yeah, they gave him a boatload of money. Wow, is he not on College Game Day then? He does both. Oh, nice. Yeah. So nice of Disney to let him work for the competition. <laughs> um, all right, so that's interesting. We'll, we'll look into that as we go through. So we are going to take a look back at week one, talk about uh, division by division, see who stood out, anything, both negatively or positively. There are a ton of both around the league. Um, a lot more positive than negative involving our two teams. So we will take that in stride. Uh, the podcast is undefeated this season. We are combined 2-0 and with our teams. So that is, uh, that's got us feeling pretty nice right now. A little, maybe a little overconfident, but uh, clearly Mike McDaniel is destined to be the greatest coach in the history of the NFL by debuting uh, and beating Bill Belichick handily. Uh, it's, it's, it's been out two minutes coach, and the irrational fan is already here. He outcoached that old fuck. Um, <laughs> so... Let's... When we do the AFC East, I got some I got some thoughts on that. Okay, we'll we'll, we'll do that. We'll, let's see. We're, let's knock out the NFC and then we'll we'll take off the AFC. So, division by division, we'll start with what last year we were all raving as by far probably the best division in football. Uh, doesn't seem all that hot right now. So the NFC West, the only team that won. Uh, a game for that division this weekend. Not the defending Super Bowl champions. Not the team that signed their quarterback to a good jillion dollar extension, or the guys that are debuting their you know second year rookie or well second year player, first year starter, who everybody thinks is going to be amazing. No, it was Geno Smith and the Seattle Seahawks as they beat Russell Wilson in Seattle in what was the Seahawks Super Bowl this year. That team Absolutely. will not do anything. They are mm-hmm. absolutely not destined to do a thing out there, Mm-mm. but they needed to beat Russell Wilson in Seattle to show that young man a lesson. Um, and they did. And let's start with that game. That's the freshest one. That was Monday Night Football. Man, that was – and I'll be honest. I didn't watch the whole game, but I watched the entire second half. Uh, those goal line stands – which were more like goal line failures by the Broncos than goal line stands by the Seahawks. Yeah. This is one of the worst coached games like I have ever seen. Time management was just atrocious. Yeah. Um, 
the decision at the end to kick a 64-yard field goal instead of going for four, for fourth and five with still a full minute on the clock. You just gave Russell Wilson $230 million. And then yeah. you're going to go and call Brian McManus to kick a 64-yard field goal instead of having Russ go out and get five yards. Like The decision-making didn't add up. It, it was awful decision-making. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett, who is rookie head coach for the Broncos, uh, came out Monday and immediately said, you know what, on second thought, I, I probably should have gone for it. Well, Jesus Christ, you don't yeah. say. Yeah. Um, so that's that was interesting. The Broncos, I mean, that was very underwhelming. They, With the addition of Russell Wilson, everybody was saying, you know, well, the only thing holding this team back was Drew Locke. It was Drew Locke and the, and the quarterback play. Well, now you've got Russell Wilson, and the result didn't change. And, and you still have... You know, Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy, you know, those are those are legitimate playmakers on that offense. Um, Javante Williams is is the name of the of the running back, right? I'm not mistaking him with yeah, him and him and Melvin Gordon, and Melvin. That's right, Melvin Gordon. So like this team, and then the defense. Bradley Chubb is is disgusting. Um, that defense still should have been able to do something to Geno Smith and this makeshift offensive line that the Seahawks put together. The Seahawks or the Broncos. No, Seahawks. Oh, okay. Should have been able to do something against their offense. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. So, um, so good win for the Seahawks. There will not be many of them. So good, no. great, great for them. Opening day up in the the uh, the Pacific Northwest and and Russ in town, and and for Denver, they just they're gonna have to really kind of tighten it up. Elsewhere around that division, San Francisco lost to the Bears in Chicago. I get it was a monsoon, and there's Honestly, no I real... stopped there. I really, stopped that's, there. that's it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because it's not like Chicago's a very ridiculous. fine, but Chicago had to play in the same weather, and it's not like it's not like they're Miami where they practice in that every other day. Like today, we yeah. practice in a monsoon. No, I get it. I get it. But they also lost their starting running back like almost as soon as the game started. Once they were up ten points, they're up ten nothing, and then Elijah Mitchell got hurt. Um, so they basically had, you know, a first-time starter and uh, their backup running back with basically no passing game because of the monsoon. Uh, it, I, I don't know. I, to me, that's just sort of like, you know, you punt and, and you come back, um, you know, under normal conditions and see sort of what they have. I'd see. But, um, I mean, yeah, so they were up 10 and they lost by nine. So that's not overly promising. But yeah, no, it, it was I mean, a monsoon. That's that's I think you saw why they kept Jimmy G, because <laughs> I I think they want to give Trey Lance every chance to be successful, um, but he's just an unproven commodity, and you know he didn't do anything. Obviously, you know like we just said, the weather didn't cooperate with his first start, uh, but I mean he didn't show anything that's like ooh wow like this guy could be something. Like these dudes were almost in the Super Bowl last year; they were five minutes away from the Super Bowl. So right with Jimmy um, G that everybody wanted to crap on. Exactly. Exactly. And they brought back basically the same team besides for changing the quarterback. So, I mean, there's a lot of stuff on this kid's shoulders. Uh, he's pretty young, too. He was drafted. Uh, I think he might be 21 or 22. I mean, he's he's really young. So, yeah. <clears throat> he was uh, what, 13 for 28, 164 yards and an interception. On the other side, Justin Fields was just much more efficient. Eight for 17 for 121 yards, two touchdowns and an INT. So, Less pass attempts, less completions, less yards, but much more effective. Um, 
Debo Samuels had a rushing touchdown, so him continuing his very hard-to-determine actual position. Um, and Economius St. Brown. That, those, that's the best brother combination in terms of names in the league and maybe in history of the league. Equinemius St. Brown and his brother Amon St. Brown that plays Isn't for Isn't it Amon Ra? Amon Ra, yes, there you go. Which which uh, is like the villain from the first mummy was like Amon Ra. Like <laughs> fantastic oh name usage. I really hope that's not a coincidence. I hope his dad just saw that movie and be like, yo, that's what I gotta name my kid. <laughs> Dude's a Billy Zane is a badass. Yeah. Yeah. Um, fuck it. Let's do it. So I just I'm a big fan of their names. Um, so he had a touchdown too from Fields. So good. Uh, honestly, I expected dog shit from the Bears. I didn't think that they would at all put up any fights this season. I think that they're they're kind of in a tough spot because they've got a kid who can probably be the quarterback of the future, but they are dead in the middle of a rebuild. And this is probably the tank season to go and get themselves even better um, players for next season. Uh, they don't have a lot of money dedicated. To, or I guess um, yeah, I guess dedicated to players right now. Next season are committed because all the money is dedicated to players, but we haven't committed any of it. Um, right. So they can they can turn this around quickly if they build the roster correctly around Justin Fields, or they can just decide to move on from just. I mean, if you have to assume if they end up with the number one pick, which uh, that that might be one of the unless they absolutely surprise us, they're going to be a team that's in the in the mix. The Seahawks are going to be a team that's in the mix. Bryce Young is going to be out there. So let's see who's who else emerges throughout the college season. And, and if there's anybody who can bring out the quote-unquote tanking from teams or for them to get a shot for them. Um, so it's going to be interesting with the Bears. They're in, they're in a very weird state right now as a franchise, and it's going to be interesting to see which way they kind of go with this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess we're doing NFC West. Is that what we're doing? Yeah. When, okay. It's kind of morphing into whoever they played. Yeah. Um, I mean, like I said, I'm sort of punting on the 49ers for last week. I'll give them a couple more weeks to sort of see what Trey Lance could look like. Uh, the Rams, that just sort of looked like a team that spent all all summer partying. Like, that's sort of what it looked like to me. I know my, my Bills uh, I think it just, friend, it, just looked, it just looked like they played the Bills. Yeah, but I don't know that the Bills are necessarily always going to beat him thirty-one to ten. It just—I mean, Jalen Ramsey got torched on every single play. He did. Um, Donald looked good, but everybody else—I mean, they have no running game. Matthew Stafford's elbow is still hurt. I mean, that's not going anywhere. No, it's not. And and you know, on the outside, they traded Robert Woods, so all they have is Cooper Cup, and that's a that's a fantastic weapon. But well, they have Allen Robinson, which I didn't even know until kickoff. Yeah, I mean that was their that was their Robert Woods replacement was Allen Robinson, but he didn't even do anything. He I mean, did not, just... but that on paper I would take that <clears throat> Robert Woods, I think. But yeah, he didn't do anything. Yeah, well, we'll just have to see. So, I mean, I still would pencil them in for for somewhere between ten and twelve wins, but they didn't look great, uh, you know, in their home opener. Obviously, uh, Cardinals got crushed, and maybe that. Uh, Studying provision should have stayed in Cardinal or uh, Kyler's contract. Yeah, um, they, they, they flat. Yeah, I, I think I think Call of Duty released their beta for the new one that comes out in November. Uh-huh. So it wouldn't be surprising if he spent half his time playing that when he was outside the team facility. So Patrick Mahomes in that game threw only threw for eighty yards more than Arizona had as a team on offense. 
<laughs> Arizona put up 282 offensive yards as a team, and Mahomes threw for 360 and five touchdowns. He did. Um, that, that, that game was, was over in the first quarter. Yeah, it was 14-0 by the end of the first quarter. Right. Um, 23-0 at halftime. The only, I mean, sorry, 23-7 at halftime. You, only, you just got a little bit of James Conner there at the beginning of the second half, of the second quarter. But this was all KC, and it was it involved everyone. Yeah. Tra- excuse me. Travis Kelsey, Clyde Rudzelaire, uh, Miko Hardman, uh, this new dude Isaiah Pacheco, which I don't know if he's a rookie or not, but I know he's new to this team, or at least new to playing time, because yeah. that name would have stood out to me previously. So that. He had a pretty good game as well. Um, 62 carries, had a touchdown, so even more yards than Edwards Hilaire. But back to NFC West, Arizona looked flat. I didn't. I mean, there were no highlights that I can say I looked at. I'm like, oh man, you know, maybe they, they just no. got beat by the Chiefs. No, they would have probably gotten beat by everybody that day. It was just there was nothing impressive about their time of possession was less than 24 minutes. I'm sorry, 25 minutes. Uh, 18 first down in the whole games. At least they didn't turn the ball over. That's a positive. Your your star quarterback didn't throw stupid picks. But say, if you lose by 20 some and you didn't even turn the ball over, I mean that just means it could have been much 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 worse. <laughs> it could have absolutely been much much worse for us. If you played a real defense, it would have been much worse. Yeah. Um, I mean, they, I think the Chiefs are going to have a good defense, but we'll get to that when we they're get. They're not terrible. West. <clears throat> they're terrifying. All right. Um, Yes, sorry, I see Microsoft out. Sorry. Um, and there we go again. So, oh my God. it'll stop now. I don't <laughs> usually have the laptop open in front of me, but uh, we're an hour away from the new day on the East Coast, so all my tomorrow notifications start coming throughout. Me. Oh, there you go. So, Rams, Cardinals, 49ers, Seahawks, NFC West. If I'm going to pick a winner of this division after week one and this awful, awful, awful outlook or performances from them, I am... Uh, because it's only week one, I'm still going to default to the Super Bowl champ, Los Angeles Rams. I think Agreed. they will get it together, and they will probably still win this division and make the playoffs again. So Yeah. I think them and the where... 49ers will be in double digits. That would be my guess. Yeah, I really hope the 49ers aren't, just because we own their draft pick and only their draft pick now next season. Uh, so I'm rooting against them hard for nothing other than just personal gain. Right. Um, all right, which – which direction would you like to go in now? NFC, we've got South, Let's North, go and East. East left. East, usually East. a shit show, but it's three and one this week. Yeah. Um, so, the Cowboys, we got to start in the most <clears> obvious <throat> places in the world. It is. It, it probably has not been fun to be a Dallas Cowboy fan since, like, 1995. Um, Perfect. Like, at all. It's just been just god-awful. Yeah. Just shit. Terrible. Man. And then a little bit of Tony Romo, and then he falls on that extra on that extra point and just shit more. And um, really, just that's been that's been twenty five years right there. Um, so let's see what happened with them. Dak got hurt. Big fucking surprise. Happened. Yeah. You know, it happened to them last year, and they had to roll with Andy Dalton. And Andy Dalton wasn't a terrible option, but they knew that it, it needed to get better. And what did they do this off season? Nothing. They yeah. did not protect this dude's backup. Now they got Cooper Rush starting this week, who's had right. one career start. And behind him, you know, potential Florida Gator great who ended up fucking PEDing out of college, uh, mm. Will Greer. So, mm. Cowboys fans, this is going to get way worse before it gets better, guys. This is, yeah. You're going to be crying for Andy Dalton in two weeks. Um, 
I don't even know who they play this week, but I can tell you it's an L. Like, let's see who they play this week. Dun, 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 dun. The defending AFC champion Cincinnati Bengals. Um, Ooh, yeah. And I think it's double digits, uh, the Vegas line already. Oh, it between absolutely 10 and 13. has to be. It yeah. has to be. It's, it would be double digits against the fucking commanders. <laughs> um, let's see what it is. Match predictor on ESPN has an 82% chance going to the Bengals. Um, who's got them? Yeah, it's only seven, according to whoever ESPN uses in their pick center. Okay. Coincidentally, they didn't pay them enough money to tell me who it is, but I'm yeah. guessing it's Caesars or or somebody out there. Yeah, Caesars um, or MGM. Yeah, so there's they're plus seven. I'm sorry. Well, the Cowboys are a plus seven coming into this game, uh, and a plus two seventy eight on the money line. That means that they definitely don't think they're going to win, and there's very little chance that they cover that seven point spread. Is what it seems like. Right. Um, Cowboys scored three points. Dak got hurt in the second half. They still only had three points. It's. I'm not gonna. Like, this dude didn't get hurt on the first drive either. Zeke was non-existent. Um, I don't know. In the time that Dak played, he he only had like 130 yards and an interception. Some something like and the exact number eludes me right now, but I'm sure I'm close. Um, the Cowboys just need. Again, the defense is okay. Like you held a very 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 dynamic offense to what like 19 points. Leonard Fournette still had over 100 yards on you, but you managed to keep most of the time out of the end zone. Uh, Julio Jones had good numbers. Mike Evans had good numbers. Uh, you still ended up only giving up 19 points. That should normally be enough to keep you competitive against Tom Brady and that team. So the defense is not a big concern for them, nor should it be. But if you can only score three points a game, your defense needs to be like 1985 Bears elite to keep you in fucking games. Right. Um and I don't think it'll be that either. And even no. Jim McMahon scored his fair touchdowns. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think, know. I think the biggest thing from their game was just how inept not only the the team was, but the coaching was really bad. I mean, I, I've never been a big fan of Mike McCarthy. Uh, I thought he was an idiot in yeah. Green Bay, he's still, and he's one of the most overrated coaches in this league by far. Yeah, yeah. Well, he you know he has a Super Bowl, and people want to prop him up because of that. But he also coached Aaron Rodgers, so. Um, you know, it's right. one of those things where you sort of get credit for, for somebody else's work type of deal on the group project. Right. Uh, yeah, it just – I mean, I, I think Pollard had more touches than Zeke for no real reason other than just that's what he decided to do. Um, I, I had a problem with that. Uh, yeah, he did know, that Zeke, a ton last year too. He did. He did, and I don't really understand it because, they. I mean, they're paying Zeke. They're, they've yeah. – you know, the, the years they've been successful were years that Zeke – was top five in the league rushing, yeah. Right, right. So why you're keeping him below 20 touches, not even 20 carries, just 20 touches, period. You're not even throwing to him out of the backfield. So, it, I yeah, I, I just get it. I know Zeke yeah. got hurt last year, and, and then when, <clears> during <throat> that injury is when Pollard kind of emerged. Was it, Or it was a suspension. Sorry, it was, it was suspended yeah, it was a couple years ago. Games. Was yeah, it, it was a couple. Wasn't it last year? No, it was two years, two or three years ago, six games. Well, whenever that out. was, like, Pollard – made a name for himself there. And then since then, the coaching staff has just like kind of had a hard on for this guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. But to the point where I drafted him, my fantasy team, just because I was like, well, they like him. So right. let's <laughs> see what happens. Touches. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So let's see. Yeah. All right. Enough so, on uh, America's favorite team. Go ahead. Yeah. So they suck. Um, 
They do. I think the Giants sort of stole a game from the tit- uh, the Titans. Uh, Titan Tennessee was winning most of the game and then just sort of blew it at the end. Um, yeah, that was like thirteen zero at halftime. It was. It was. Yeah, they had, they had them pretty much put away, and then New York just kept coming. So that's a good sign. Uh, Saquon did have like 140 yards rushing, which it's been a long so time. So nice to see Saquon back. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's been a long yeah. time since you've seen a performance like that out of him. So yeah, uh, that was cool. And and what they won by one, I think, 21 to 20. So correct on a it was a last minute um, two point conversion, right? Something like that. Yeah. Or fourth down. I, I still I still think Brian their ceiling is well. between. Yeah, he he. They were fine. They they still have a talent deficiency. Um, oh yeah, you know their their ceiling is probably six to seven wins this year. But right, this season, I, honestly, like this season's goal on that in that organization should be see what Saquon can give you if he remains healthy. If he can stay healthy, because that's something that they're gonna need to find out soon. Because extension stuff is gonna start happening. Um, I don't think they. I even think care I what, think Jones. I think Jones is a bigger deal than Saquon. I don't. Honestly. I don't think they even care what he's got. I don't think that Brian Dable came to the Giants to coach Danny Dimes. I think he's just going to use this season to, again, maybe position himself for one of those top guys in the draft. And I think it's for the front office to see whether or not they hired um, a good enough coach to, to lead them through this shit and preferably, like, possibly make them the winners in a couple of years after they build a roster. I think with Dable, they can. Um, let's see. You can't yeah. coach scared. A kid, I mean, the dudes did that at least. You know, he came out there, you know, we're getting beat, whatever. Fourth down, let's fucking go for it. Yeah. Um, so you can't ask for much more than that. Let's see if, if it pays off in the long run. Uh, I don't, again, another team that we don't expect much from this year, but I think that internally no. from an organization standpoint, this is a huge season for them to see whether or not they need to consider resetting a head coach again or if they got their guy and now we can move forward building a team. See, but even then, if you're if you're going that route, if you're trying to get a game changer at quarterback, but you're going to have the 14th pick, I mean, what's the point of that? You're you're not going well, to get anybody that's really going to make that much of a difference anyway. No, but you can always go the what looked like the route recently and and trade all your draft capital to move up and take one shot at it. Yeah, well, I think honestly, you're you're better off trading for someone like a Lamar Jackson or somebody like that because that's that's oh, been happening that more too. often where you got. Um, teams trading for established quarterbacks more so than worrying about drafting them. I mean, they they picked up a second first round pick. Uh, I think it was this draft for the Justin Fields um, trade. So they had two two first rounders this year, which should help with their development. But again, if they're if they're going to win six or seven games, they're probably going to have somewhere between the tenth and the fifteenth pick. So yeah, they had uh, good, but they're not going to get Stroud or uh, or Bryce Young with that. They had the fifth and the seventh pick this year. Yeah. They took Kayvon Thibodeau, <clears throat> the DN from Oregon, and then Evan Neal, an offensive tackle from Alabama. Those are two studs. Yeah, I don't need to absolutely. see much of them in the NFL right now to know that those two guys are going to be more than fine. Yeah, especially um, Neal. Yeah. He's, he's, a, he's a slam dunk. Yeah, he's a slam Neal, dunk. Neal for sure. The fact that he got down to seven is uh, kind of crazy. Yeah. But let's see. All right, so that's that. The story. Oh, well, let's not get there yet. I guess we we should we should at least comment on the Commanders. Yeah. Um, so the debut game of the Washington Commanders, as this is the first time they go by this name on the field. Right. Success twenty eight twenty two. They beat the lowly Jaguars after the Jaguars were already beating them. Nothing to really call home about. 
Um, well, and the Jags had come back on them, and they had to score late in the game to take the lead back. Oh, is that how that went? Yeah. So, for context, everyone, I went to the Dolphins game on Sunday. So during all of these events, for the most part, I was just <laughs> extremely intoxicated and right. screaming at the top of my lungs at my team and my defense. Right, um, yeah. As, but, whereas I was sitting on the couch watching Red Zone, so I have more of a ah, – of a... There you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, they took Jahan Dotson from Penn State um, – all through camp, it was reported that Wentz and Dotson had really had a good uh, had good chemistry. They had like synced up very well together leading into it. So I actually took this dude on one of my fantasy teams just to see what was up, and he did pretty well. Where is well Wentz was like a top five mind. fantasy quarterback this week. Wentz had four touchdowns this week. Wentz looked like yeah. MVP year kind of Wentz. Well, he's got he's got McLaurin, Dotson, and and uh, Curtis Samuel. I mean, he's got weapons, and then Antonio Gibson, or uh, yeah, Antonio Gibson, whatever his first name is, Gibson. Yeah, Antonio um, Gibson. Yeah, he he played really well too. So yeah, I, I mean, their offense is going to be good. Chase Young didn't even play, and their defense. I mean, they gave up twenty two points, which isn't crazy. It's not terrible. Chase so, Young tore his ACL at the end of last year, right? It was something like that. He did something to tweak it this year, and it was like playing basketball or something. It was something they were pissed off uh, about. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, Wentz, 313 yards, four touchdowns, two interceptions. Um, That's Carson Wentz right there. There you go. Carson, that is Carson Wentz. <laughs> uh, Antonio Gibson led the team in rushing and receiving as he had seven catches for 72 yards. But the touchdowns were hauled in by McLaurin and Curtis Samuel. John Dotson had three catches for 40 yards and two touchdowns. So there are your four. Yeah. McLaurin, Samuel, and two to Dotson. Um, I don't know. Again, another team, they can, they can win seven, eight games with Carson Wentz at quarterback if the offense I was going to say, I'd this. put them between seven and nine, honestly, especially since that division is going to be dog shit. Right. They, they, have, they have a good chance. I wonder how soon they start um, – eating up games against the, the Cowboys. Uh, yeah, if you can catch them early before Dak gets back. That's, a, that's what I'm that's saying. Like, those are almost guaranteed dubs. Let me see some team schedules here. Oh, the Commanders. <laughs> oh, they play Dallas October 2nd, so week four. So they're definitely yeah. going to see so Dak, Dak will be out. Yeah. Yep. And then they close the season with Dallas. So definitely okay. by then, Dak will have suffered his second injury of the season. And we'll <laughs> be having the same conversation that we're having now. Uh, so let's see. All right. And then the team that everybody wants to talk about, the team that has already been crowned NFC champs, the team that everybody's just going batshit crazy over, which NFC East champs. No, man. There's people already talking about, like, I've seen predictions of these clowns in the Super Bowl. That's and, like, crazy. I don't want to hate on them. I don't dislike them. But that's a little absurd. Like We're, we're yeah. making quite the jump here. We're talking about the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. Um, a team with Jalen Hurts, who's a second-round quarterback that everybody mm. I mean, conveniently just disregarded during the draft, and now all of a sudden they want to crown him. Um, I don't know, man. They got A.J. Brown, who, yes, is a great receiver, but A.J. Brown isn't going to take you from the first game of the playoffs to the Super Bowl by himself. I don't see what else this team did to justify the kind of talk that they are getting uh, from some of these pundits, quote-unquote professionals at what they do. Talking about shit is what they do. Uh, (laughs) Uh, Well, honestly, and and I'll I'll just chip in right here. Honestly, I think 
a big part of that is just the way the NFC looked this past week. A lot of people just like to sort of be prisoners of the moment and see, oh, the Rams lost, the Packers lost. Man, uh, but know, this they have a window. From this has been months coming into the season. Well, yeah, I don't. I'm not sure who those people were because I, I, <laughs> I would assume they all work for ESPN. Do they? Because I, I, yeah, I mean, I would have assumed everyone would still be on the Rams and the Bucks. I mean, Tom Brady still plays football, so I mean, you, you can't really pick against him until he's actually retired for good. I'm with you. Uh, but I, I guess with Philly, I think the biggest thing is their defense. Um, Jordan Davis, and I've been yapping about him to different groups that I'm in uh, without too much uh, reciprocation, but that dude is a monster. And I I know that, like, it's really hard for a defensive tackle not named Eric Donald to, like, be a game changer, but there was a stat the other day, and DeAndre Swift went off on them. Um, there was a stat that when, when Jordan Davis was in the game, the Lions were getting two yards per rush. When he was off on the sidelines, the Lions averaged 10 yards per rush. And he just takes up so much space in the middle. He basically makes it impossible to run up the middle on them. You have to go to the edges. First round pick or maybe early second round pick, Kobe Dean. Uh, same idea. Yeah. Like that dude, he he fell because of some like heart thing or something. Yet yeah, yeah, yeah. His yeah. first game. So... I mean, that no, they got two. They got two top ten picks. They got two top ten picks, and they got them at <clears> well, they were like in the second round. Well, yeah, and it was like thirteen and sixteen and nineteen or something like that were their picks. But it just, I, I do think that's where a lot of their uh, success this year is going to come is on the defensive side. They do have some explosiveness on the offensive side. Jalen Hurts is kind of like a Lamar Jackson Jr. Um, I actually trust it more than Kyler Murray, to be honest. Uh, but. Oh, I mean, for sure. Yeah, I never just liked Jalen Hurts. I always thought he was disrespected coming out of college. Like they all, everybody just kind of like because he had to transfer out to get out from behind Tua, which like I understood the way that that went down. Like I get it. You're in college, but you got to make advantage. You well, got to take advantage of the limited time you have. So I don't, I don't, I'm not gonna shit on him for going to Oklahoma. And then yeah, you almost won a Heisman. He, he, yeah, he did really well. I mean, the team yeah. didn't. They got. They still made the playoffs. It's a, the typical Oklahoma fashion and. So he didn't get him over the hump, but he didn't do any worse than fucking, I don't know, Baker Mayfield, well, he, who went number one in the draft. He came, he came right after Kyler. So Baker won the Heisman, then Kyler won the then Heisman, Kyler won and the then Heisman Jalen Hurts. Yeah. And, yeah, and then Jalen Hurts was the quarterback the year after, and he still threw for like 40 touchdowns and like 4,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, season, I don't think, so I don't think he's going to be the issue. That I, I, I think at some point Philadelphia will face some adversity because it is still a young team. They, I, I don't know. I I don't think they're going to be bad. I just I'm not ready to put them into the like final four of the NFL or anything like that. No, I've people. I've seen predictions of them losing to Buffalo in the Super Bowl, and I'm like, well, yeah, the most realistic thing of that is Buffalo winning the Super Bowl. Because other than that, I'm not buying them winning the NFC. No, no. I mean, I'd put them of the four division winners. I'd put them pretty squarely fourth. Um, if you're assuming that Tampa, L.A. are winning their divisions. Philly's still the fourth best of those teams. They're not better than the other three. So, um, I mean, there'd be some crazy things to, to, to change for, for that to be a different outcome. Uh, but I do think they're going to win the NFC East. I, I've, I've been on that for a couple months. Same. So, no, I'll take that. That's, but yeah. that, I mean, that's, that's like the division that, that's the division that you can pick the winner from a mile away every year, and it's almost always obvious. Yeah. Yeah, well, and they haven't had a back-to-back winner in like 20 years or something like that, so. No, yeah, we'll end that now. This will be the first um, one. 
No, isn't that the, that's the south, isn't it? Or is it no, 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 no. That's the east. That's the east. No, the NFC South people win back to back all the time. Oh, I guess Tampa's won two years in a row. Yeah, Tampa. When Carolina was good with Cam, they were winning. When Atlanta was good with Julio and Matt Ryan, they were winning it. So, uh, well, that's that's a perfect transition over into the NFC South. Uh, division went two and two. We will talk about all teams but one because we're going to save that one for when we get to yeah. the AFC North. I so, appreciate that. Uh, Atlanta, Atlanta, Atlanta. Atlanta had they did. a double-digit point lead in the second half they of the did. football game. Yep, 26 to 10. They lost on a last-second field goal to New Orleans. So, look at that. Two birds, yep. one stone. The Saints are the Saints. Um, yep. I think that they will be all right. I don't know what to, I don't know how high to put them. Because if everything is going on all cylinders, like Alvin Kamara is amazing. Michael Thomas could be amazing. Jameis Winston could be well above average, even with some turnovers, because he's got an arm and he's not scared to fucking sling the ball, which a lot of times will just result in positive plays. Uh, Taysom Hill playing God knows what position. Dude's listed as a tight end in fantasy and led the team in rushing this week. I'm like, they don't even know what to do with this guy. Um, I think that New Orleans can be okay. Defense is good. Defense is never the really their issue. It's it's always it's been either Drew Brees injuries on offense or now you know James Winston injury last year on offense. Um, let's see if the team can stay healthy. If the offense can get going, they've got playmakers. They they can they can challenge for the win in this division against Tampa Bay. I don't know if they will, but that's that's what the Saints could be. It, it, nothing over. The, I mean, ten wins. Yeah, I was and, gonna say eight to ten. I think depending on how yeah. injuries. Play uh, Jarvis exactly. Landry was really good for them. Jarvis Landry was really good for them. Yeah, like 115 on yards. He did. He did ten catches for 115. I mean, that's that's a throwback. I miss Jarvis Landry, man. That's yes. Those were that was weekly with us, man. Fuck. Yeah. No, me, me too. Me too. Uh, you know, we. That's right. He's played for both we, of our teams. Yeah. Yeah. No, we 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 thought we were getting him back once they traded for Watson, but they they just drugged their feet too long, and his his ask was a little too high. Um. But yeah, I mean the Saints. The Saints are good. Their biggest wild card is this is the first time in like a decade and a half that they haven't had Sean Payton as the as the coach. So yeah. just sort of seeing how they're going to attack um, the season. And how Dennis Allen. I, I have no. Oh, I was going to say I have no idea who the head coach is there. Dennis, Dennis Allen. Allen. Yeah, Raiders. I believe he was Dennis there. Allen, huh? Yes. Oh, yeah, he was either Raiders or Chargers. Well. But this, no, yeah, it was definitely Raiders. Okay. Uh, this is definitely going to go well. <laughs> Well, and you know what? The Saints the Saints are a fairly consistent organization. Even as they make changes at big positions, they still seem to, to come together. So, like we said, I don't – big changes at big positions for over a decade. So, I don't I, I don't no, know. No, they didn't. Gonna... So, I'm saying no, they, they didn't, didn't have to. So, we don't know how they're going to adapt to this. They had Peyton and Breeze for 10 years. Well, but, I mean, like, they would, they would make changes at running back and still churn out somebody, you know, fantastic – they would make changes, you know, for Marcus Colston down to um, to Michael Thomas, and, and they'd be able to roll through Jimmy Graham, guys like that, and then they'd be able to replace them with someone else who could put up big numbers. So just I, that I type of that, consistency. The consistency in everything that you just said to me right now is Drew Brees. Oh, yeah, Drew Brees and Sean Payton, absolutely. So let's see, uh, let's see how it happens when you actually – I mean, those are all moving pieces. You know, you're, 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 you're – foundation your pillars or your head coach and your quarterback and of they course. have changed both of them at once so this is of this course. should be uh or within i guess a 12-month period but exactly yeah one season so, apart but yeah it's basically at once yeah <clears throat> so let's see 
uh, Atlanta, I think they're going to be a shitstorm. I don't think Matt. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Marcus Mariota makes it halfway through the season before they put this senior citizen in that they drafted. Um, <laughs> oh, the I don't kid know from Ole Miss. Or no, it's yeah, not Ole Miss. I'm, no, it's a kid no, from think, Cincinnati. No, I think it was Desmond Ritter. Ole Miss. Oh, Des- yeah, Desmond Ritter. Okay. Yeah, Corral went I, to Carolina. Matt, yeah. So, this man looks like he's been through some shit. This guy already looks like he's <laughs> 35 and paying child support. I don't get it. It says here he was a senior in college. That would only make him like 22, 23 years old. I'm sorry. Bro, yeah, at least 40. Um, but let's see. Third round pick. It's expected that he will get some playing time this year. I don't see why the hell not. If you drafted him, let's see what he's got because we know what Mariota's got, and it's not as much as it was uh, in Hawaii. Yeah. Um, Oregon, I think you mean, but yeah. Oregon, yeah. Hawaiian. Uh, I put him there for school now too. <laughs> uh, and, oh, well, I guess one bright spot – Again, relating back to fantasy, anybody who wants any fantasy advice, this is definitely the place to listen to because we mix it all together. Drake London still managed to look good without a good quarterback. Um, and he was yeah. hurt. He was coming in like on a sprained ankle or something like that. So he was top 10 pick out of USC. Uh, big, good-looking wide receiver. Uh, and he looked <laughs> decent in his highlights. And, and he was playing on a like half-bum knee, which is like, really, really inspiring at this point for that team to, to look at him and be like, thank God we got somebody who can ball. Yeah, well, him and Pitts, they're going to have a good oh, season yes. no matter what. Absolutely. I can't leave my yeah. boy out. It's, you, you can't. Know. You can't. You almost did. I had to I had to save you there. You're right. You're right. Uh, <laughs> I, I just I try to forget that he plays there because it's just fucking yeah. purgatory. Yeah. Um, all right. So, those are the teams that are in that division. Yeah. Oh, and you have the Bucks. Right. The Bucks are the Bucks. They're, they're good. The Bucks we are the Bucks. good. They we they'll matter in we, January until then yeah, you can sort of we sleep can't on tell them. what they were after week one they played against the shitty Cowboys um the offense put up stats but not points which was weird so that's got I think more to do with the Cowboys defense bending and not breaking than it is them in week one yeah. uh, Leonard Fournette went off Mike Evans had a... but that's that's like the scariest they they rejuvenate Julio Jones to when he was um. Hello. Yeah. yeah. So, sorry. Oh. I thought my phone told me I was trying to re- de- reconnect. So, if oh, Tampa right. can rejuvenate Julio Jones to anything similar to what he was in Atlanta, that's just fucking terrifying. Julio Jones, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin on the same receiving core with Leonard Fournette yeah. in the backfield and Tom Brady deciding who's going to get the ball. Oh, my right. God. Kill me now. Yeah. And Godwin's, Godwin's out again. Uh, they probably played him way too fast, to be honest. Yeah, he should yeah, have yeah. been out the first couple of weeks, and now he hurt his hamstring. So will uh, it'll be just Julio. And, but they did get Justin Gage from Atlanta on the offseason. So, yep. yeah, they still – they're and they you know they still have Scotty Miller. So they're still four deep on the outside. Offense won't be their problem. No, not at all. And defense shouldn't be either. I mean, their defense is – They only really lost uh, Pierre-Paul and uh, Sue. And that was really their only losses. And I believe both of them are still unsigned. So, Yeah. yeah. So, let's see. We'll talk about uh, the Panthers when we get around to the AFC. Uh, and then the last division, NFC North. We talked about the Bears a little bit already. So, we'll, we'll, we'll fly by that. Vikings played the Packers. And, again, I don't know what to think about it. They beat the Packers by 16 points. The Packers looked – Inept again. They did. 
Yeah. But that's the second year in a row that they just look inept on week one. And I'm thinking yeah. that, like, this is just at this point Aaron Rodgers' extended training camp. Um, yeah. I, I would then, I would put it exactly how you're thinking of it is they just he doesn't play in the preseason so this is his time to get out and get used to his rookie receivers and right you know they, he sort of goes uh, through those they got Sunday night football this week against the Bears at home in up in Lambeau I expect them to probably win this pretty handily um, yeah I don't see why they wouldn't yeah. and I'm not gonna overreact and say that this guy's cooked or that this team's done or no. I get that they lost Devontae Adams, but with Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback, you should be able to make up that production with a couple of different people. I guess you're not going to recreate a Devontae Adams, but you can absolutely recreate the production if you split it out amongst people. So I, yeah. I think that they can do that. Yeah. Um, and then agree. there is – so on the flip side of that, the Vikings. The Vikings did look good. The Vikings are, the Vikings are fucking weird. Dalvin yeah. Cook had less than 100 yards, and they win a game by 16 – and I'm like, why Why doesn't he have 140 yards because you had to run the ball to run the clock out for half the game? Like, what's happening here? But then Justin Jefferson has eight catches for 180 yards or something like that. Yeah, 184. Stupid number like that with yeah. two touchdowns. Uh, Drew Cousins had uh, – Drew Cousins. Jesus Christ, who did I just turn him into? Um, <laughs> Kirk, Cousins, Kirk Cousins had <clears throat> no touchdowns and less than 100 yards passing to anybody not named Justin Jefferson. Yeah, uh, through the whole game, so that it's a little concerning because you're so goddamn top heavy on the offense. Where if you lose Jefferson, like where do you stand? Um, so I don't but know. I that's think, what I, that's the first thing I think of when I think of the Vikings is is they're becoming too reliant on somebody who's obviously very very good, but still just one person. Yeah, I, I think they're a little bit because they probably have the best one two, and and maybe I'm forgetting I'm probably forgetting a ton of teams. But they may have the best one-two receivers in the league between Jefferson and Thielen. No, um, God, no, no. I'm, I know it's going to sound homerish, but Hill and Waddle are better than them. No. Yes. Have you seen <laughs> what Adam Thielen has looked like for three years? Like, I'm surprised he didn't retire this offseason. No, I'm not allowing <laughs> you to do that. I'm not even yeah. an Adam Thielen hater. I do like Adam Thielen yeah. a lot, but I'm not doing that. And, and Justin Jefferson is not good enough. To as as great as he is, he's not good enough to elevate Adam Thielen to what you just said. Uh, I mean, there's Julio Jones and there's Mike Evans at this point. After what Julio looked like, no, we're not even doing that because that. No, I'll say okay. Julio had okay. 500 yards last year. Stop it. That's okay. Wait, what did Adam Thielen have? 650. I hear you typing away. Look. Tell me. Yeah, tell I'm me. Look. <laughs> I'm looking. Hold on. Let's see, last year. He had 36 on Sunday. He had 70 catches for 730 yards. So 700 yards. Okay. I mean, and the year before that, less than 700. No. The year before that, he had 925. Mm, Okay. And then 418. That's the bad season. 2019 is the one I'm thinking. Yeah. Well, that's the year he got hurt. I mean, it's still 10 games. That's 41 yards a game. Yeah. Well, and a lot of that is just the the belief in Justin Jefferson is so high because that dude had last year oh, he's incredible. 16 yards. Yeah. He's with 110 stupid. catches. So, no, he's I mean, even 
even if you put them together, that's 2,300 yards receiving with Thielen having a quote-unquote bad year. And that's probably pretty close to what Waddle and Hill had. And I bet it would be more. So, But you just yeah. talk about one guy who had 1,600 yards. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I, I will put him in the top two or three by himself. But that yeah. doesn't mean I need to elevate the combo. Well, I might put uh, – Boyd and Chase above Hill and uh, Hill and Waddle. I can't. I, just, I can't put Boyd above Waddle. Like why? Because he's not better than him. Waddle <laughs> just set Waddle in the same year as Jamar Chase being a rookie set the rookie record for receptions in the league. Like, and I get that I would still put Chase over him. I'm not saying, but like the fact that he was able to create more receptions for himself on an offense and. The Bengals were better, like, but they were good because of him for the most part. And they weren't that much better than us in the regular season. Only two games. Um, I don't know. Let me see. So, Hill last year, just out of curiosity. Now I want to see it all. Last year he had 1,240 yards. And I know that Waddle had over 1,000. So, let's see. Yeah, it was like a thousand and one. Oh, was it? Yeah, he just 11, broke a thousand. No, was it ten eighty four? Oh, minus sixty nine. So actually, yeah, just above thousand fifteen. Thousand fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, they're about they're about twenty two twenty two hundred twenty two fifty, yeah. and Boyd and Chase last year had twenty three hundred, and Thielen and Jefferson had twenty almost twenty four hundred. So even if you're just going with yards. Both of but it's just the the, the, the Thielen and Jefferson one, the Thielen and Jefferson one. If you bring, if you bring Jefferson down to a more like he's not going to do sixteen hundred yards every season, like that's going to well, be the one eighty four in game one. <laughs> it's still going to be it's going to be the I mean I, I really assume it's going to be the outlier of this dude. The sixteen hundred yards every season that we got this it's going to be pretty incredible. Um, yeah. Not saying I don't want him to. I'm just saying I don't expect it. So yeah, we're those we're, are we're getting Jerry caught Rice, up. Let's... Owens numbers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not putting him there. Yet, right? uh, I'm just saying that him and Thielen. I I wouldn't take him and Thielen over taking Hill and Waddle, even though I would take him alone versus any of those names that you're throwing out that are I'm throwing out there. Because yeah. I would well, like there's, I would... there's some there's some Homer Homerness to that, but that's okay. I I don't I don't fault you for your. Tyreek has I mean, been like they're a, not... a top two receiver in the league until he gets traded to the Dolphins, and now he's like oh, fifth or sixth. That's like, true. Oh, that's true. He also had a top four quarterback of all time throwing him the ball, and two is not that. And now so he's got just... the most accurate quarterback of all time, according to him. Oh, so. my God. Okay. Anyways, continue. Just taking the man who's actually catching the passes and what he's saying. The okay. Most, the most accurate how many yards? How many yards? How many yards did he have? This week. 94. Oh, Tua or, or Hill? No, Hill. No, Hill had, yeah, 94. Nine for 94, I want to say. Perfect. Um, yeah. It was nine yards terrible. Catch. Eight, eight for 94, excuse me. Eight for 94. Oh, okay. There you go. <clears throat> and <clears throat> and on the first drive of the game, bro, Tua bounced one at his feet that he would have had a 75-yard touchdown, too, which is very upsetting. Yeah. Because um, Patrick probably wouldn't have bounced it. But continue. Nah, he would have maybe overthrown him. You never know. Guy could have tried uh, to throw his left hand for all we know. Uh, <laughs> looking the other way backwards. Hey, always possible with this dude. <laughs> so, 
All right, that is uh, NFC North talk. Did we skip anybody? Oh, the lowly Detroit Lions. I really yeah, like Lions. the Lions. Did you watch Hard Knocks? I didn't, but I, I heard a lot about it. They are definitely going to be a tryhard. I mean, they looked like they were going to get killed by the Eagles, and oh, they just well, didn't stop. Listen, I could have so, told you they were going to be a tryhard just from knowing that their head coach is Dan Campbell. Right. right, um, right. I I would run through a wall for Dan Campbell. It's like, <laughs> incredible. Um, yeah. And DeAndre Swift is really, really, really good. Um, yeah, he is good. Outside of that, um, let's see. Let's see what happens when they get Jameson Williams back. Right, that's his first name is Jameson. Yeah, James Jameson or Jameson. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly, but they should no, hopefully right have the him time. back. They should have him back at some point. Let's see. Um, Jared Goff's eye could be better. Yeah. Could be worse. He could be worse. He's a, he's a gunslinger. Yeah, yeah, it could be absolutely worse for them. So. Oh, uh, sure. Let's see. Pe- Penny Sewell is is awesome. They're, so there's this dude on defense that they got in like the sixth round from, I want to say maybe Nebraska, something like that. Um, Malcolm Rodriguez. They called him Rodrigo. Bro, I don't know how this dude made it to the sixth round. Like this kid looks like a little pip. He, like I looked at him play and and, and and all the practice stuff and and I just like I would see Zach Thomas. Like I see this short, stocky dude that is running as fast as he can, and he is just putting everything into his perfectly formed tackles. Like his form is amazing; dude doesn't miss tackles. Um, so that was like that's one of the reasons I like hard knocks. Is you get little like you get different guys like this that I would never from Miami. I would have never known this six round draft pick who made the fifty three and is probably going to start for this defense. Right. Um, but he was he was pretty cool. I mean, the show does make you usually want to root for the team, uh, unless it's a team that I hate pre hard knocks. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had nothing against the Lions, and now I'm rooting for them. Like, I hope they get something good going. Uh, I want to see what that kid did this week, actually, and how many snaps he played just to see what's up. Stats. Dun, 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 dun. Four tackles. And two assists, so six six total tackles, and one of them was a tackle for loss. Look at look at Rodrigo go, good for him. Um, all right, so that's so. What are we thinking? Their their ceilings like four to six wins? Is that what we're thinking? No, I think they could do more than that. I think so. Yeah, I know they only got like three last year, but I think they could do like six to eight. Yeah, I don't know that I'm ready to go above six. Who's on their schedule? Let's see. Interesting. We got some lines talk, ladies and gentlemen. I love it. So the, the <laughs> commanders. I mean, they can beat the commanders. It's they at can. home. To, to, it's at home. Uh, Minnesota probably won't beat. They can beat Seattle. Yeah. So let's let's say that that's two. That's two. I mean, they can beat New England. They, from what yeah, I just saw three. from New England, like they could beat them. Uh, yeah. They got Dallas in the middle of October, so they ain't gonna be no Dak there. They can absolutely win that. They're not beating us. Yeah. Uh, sorry to say that they're just not beating us. They're not yeah. beating Green Bay. They can beat Chicago. They got two games against Chicago. Let's count one of them. All right, uh, so that's four. They've got the Giants. So I don't know if we want to call it or not, but it's a possibility. They got Jacksonville. They that's can a absolutely split, win. So that. that's five. The Jets. They can absolutely six. win. That's seven. They play Carolina towards the end of the season. Who knows who will be playing quarterback at that point? And then Chicago yeah. and Green Bay. We already kind of want Chicago. They can win. They can win six to eight games. Yeah. Okay. Oh man, Lions, baby, let's go! I'm, I'm, inch, I'm, I, I'm, I'm invested now emotionally at least. <laughs> so let's see. Well, good. That's what that's what this is for. We gotta we gotta have this conversation. That's okay. 
All right. So that covers the NFC. Huh. We're not making okay. great time. Um, <laughs> Talking about a whole league in, uh, in one sitting. 11.30 p.m. on the East Coast. Uh, all right. So, NFC is down. Oh, we – who do we say – we think Tampa's going to win the South. We think Green Bay's going to win the North, right? Or are we going to go with we Minnesota? Do. No, Green okay. Bay. And then Philly winning the East. And yep. – LA, LA winning the West. the West. Okay, yep. so we're there so far. Uh, let's go to... All right, let's knock these losers out of the way right now. AFC South. Um, yeah. Oh, two and 2 this week. Awesome yeah, say, guys. And they tied awesome. against each other. So they tied yeah, against work. each other. Oh, two and 2 So Houston and Indianapolis tied. Um, the story here, I assume, is just going to be... Rodrigo Blankenship getting cut immediately. I mean, dude didn't have a great game. He missed the game winner in in overtime, and he kicked uh, two kickoffs throughout the game out of bounds, giving uh, the Houston Texans ridiculous starting position for just no reason. So like, I yeah. get it, but dude, I feel like this may be a decision that the Indianapolis Colts come to regret soon enough. Well, I don't um, know who they replace him with because there's just not 30 good kickers in the NFL. Uh, no, so the, the, the two names that I saw that they brought in for tryouts today, uh, Josh Lambeau was one, and hmm. I am. Yeah, that's just, that's that's not enough for me. Isn't that the dude that Urban Meyer was kicking? Like, good. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. Good, good way to tie everything together. Um, Hello. Yeah, I'm here. Okay, that sounded uh, awful for a moment. And now I've got a terrible, terrible echo. Oh, you do? Okay, hold on. Uh, yeah. The AirPod died. That's what that was. Mm. Let me go plug it in and get the other one. We'll have to cut out this middle part. <laughs> oh, the damn key outside. <sighs> Matthew Wright is the only person that they try. I've never heard of this guy. Me neither. Uh, yeah, I've never heard that name before. AirPod was out in my laptop bag outside. There you are. Yes, I uh, don't hear myself anymore. You there? Yeah, can you hear me? Hello. You there? You hear yes, me? I am. I can hear you. All right, cool. Yeah, I'm golden. Yeah. All right. So, 
Let's see. All right, so moving on to the AFC. Saw the little halftime we took there. Um, <laughs> so we will leave the East and the North for last. We have done the South, or we're talking about the South. So Texas and Colts, uh, everybody sucks. Um, they tied. They each scored 20 points. There was really nothing. It's week one, a week one tie. It just, it just screams mediocre. Yeah. Um, but whatever. So let's see. Davis Mills still has a job. Kind of crazy. I thought he was like a joke of a name last year, and the dude's going to end up starting for Houston probably all season. Um, so he has for five quarterbacks that were drafted in the first round last year. He has the best numbers so far. Yeah, he's not terrible at all. Uh, yeah. It's been it's been pretty amazing. He was a first-round draft pick? Third-round draft pick. He just had better numbers. Oh. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I say, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> all right, the Jags, we, we talked about a little bit as they blew a lead to the Commanders. And, um, God, that just sounds like such a weird thing to say. Um, the Commanders. Anyway, Travis Etienne finally debuted after getting hurt in preseason last year. Um, Trevor Lawrence had like, Drop, uh, a touchdown pass, too. Yeah, it's just Lawrence weird. hit him in his in his hand yard line and he dropped. It's let's see if this Clemson South really works out there. Now yeah. they've got them both. Um, they need to protect this kid, but I don't know. I I feel like Doug Peterson could get something going there. I don't know that he will, but I feel like he man he he did something with Carson Wentz out of. You know, South Dakota State or North Dakota State, whichever Dakota State. He needs State another was. year. He needs he, like next year. Is, yeah. is when the Jags are going to start like actually doing stuff. Yeah, I I, I don't disagree. Um, you're just wasting two years of Trevor Lawrence, which is you are unfortunate because I think he's pretty good. But let's see, the Jaguars, Duval, <laughs> so close, so close, and then the Titans. Um, is Derrick Henry done? Like, is this? Are we actively seeing this happen? I don't think so. It's a lot of miles. It is. It is a lot of miles. I mean, twenty-two yards. Uh, nothing special, obviously. Um, I don't think have a terrible uh, defensive front, but no, it's just Derrick Henry. Not like, they're, exactly, they're not like they're not the Chargers or the Niners or the Dolphins, even. Right. So that I would have expected more against the Giants at home than than that eighty something. I think it was eighty something yards. How many? How many carries? Twenty one. <sighs> the ball. They threw the ball a lot. Um, another decision that doesn't make a lot of sense. Let's, right. get, let's get the ball more in Ryan Tannehill's hand and less in Derrick Henry. Exactly. Actually, I had this conversation outside the pod with, with some other people about teams that got rid of, of guys on their squad and didn't actually go anywhere to replace them. Uh, of them, They let uh, Zadarius Smith go and didn't get another pass rusher. 
Uh, they let Devontae Adams go and they drafted someone in the second round, but, um, you know, didn't really replace his production. And then Tennessee sort of did the same thing with A.J. Brown. Uh, you know, you traded a high-end receiver and then didn't even – I, mean, I think Woods. they drafted one. I mean, he's coming off a torn ACL. Like, you traded A.J. Brown for a, oh, I agree. a torn ACL. No, I agree. Yeah. Well, they traded A.J. Brown and not have to pay him. And then they paid yeah. the dude with the, the bum ACL. Right. Yeah, so I, I don't know. That just that that one didn't. I didn't like that. I think they're gonna they're gonna take some their way back up. Uh, but you know that team's been through it the last couple of years. I have a better as the year goes on, more so than at the beginning of the season, which is uh, really annoying. Yeah, yeah. You'll get a lot of teams like that though, especially with the shortened season. You're a lot of teams, especially. But it's them. Like it's them. It's yeah. them since they got Ryan Tannehill. Like, towards the <laughs> end of the year, they, they just go on winning streaks, and it's super fucking annoying because it's like then they get to the playoffs and they flame out because they're, you're, duh. Um, I don't know. I just, that, that particular, you mentioned it, and I thought of them immediately when you said that, and I was like, yeah, that really is Tennessee, and fuck, it's really annoying. Right. Um, all right, so AFC South, garbage. AFC West, um, Oh, so who's going to win the South? Uh, I mean, I would probably say the Colts. <laughs> okay, well, I thought we were going to say Tennessee going on a late-season no. win streak. No. Um, <laughs> no. I like uh, Ryan. Oh, we didn't even – we didn't talk about Matt Ryan. But, yeah, I guess I guess I'm going to go with Matt Ryan as well and the Colts. I assume that uh, – hey, man, you know, Ty's better than a loss. They're already ahead of him in the standings. So, to three to the Texans and had to come back just to get to that point. Oh, okay. So as long as we get second half Colts, they'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jonathan Taylor. I mean, that helps. Yes, it does always. Yeah. So yeah, they'll probably win that division. Yeah. Uh, all right. On to probably the most this year's most competitive decision. Last year was the NFC West. This year, it's the AFC West. Uh, yeah. Can I leave this one off real quick? Because I have a quick question. You can absolutely do that. Why? Why on earth? Is everyone saying that the Broncos could win the division. Like I fairly clearly see them as the fourth best. Team oh, they're the fourth division. best team in there. Even having yeah. a good season, they're still the fourth best team there. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't get the idea that they're going to be like one or two seed, like people are talking about. The city, even without Tyreek Hill, they're still. Uh, yeah, and then I think San Diego and or San Diego. I think L.A. and the Raiders are both clearly better than Denver. So. Yeah, yeah. I get that. I didn't get that. No, great question. Great question. And yeah, it doesn't. It's it, it, it par. And I guess it might not parallel, but it's definitely right up there with the Philly talk. Like, yeah. I I guess yes. In a perfect world, it can fall that way. But like, I absolutely don't anticipate that being the case. Yeah. And I mean, no, yeah. I don't think that Denver will even make the playoffs. I don't think they should yeah. make the playoffs if they play like they played this week. Right. Yeah, they're not going to have three wild card teams. And and like I said, I think. No, Vegas and LA are both better than the. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think there'll be two wild card teams from there, and then us. I could see that the AFC North could give you some run for your money, but we'll see. They can, they can. Um, I just, I think that I think it'll be us this year, finally. But we'll get to yeah, that. Maybe. We'll get to that. Yeah. Um, 
All right, so we talked about the Broncos. They took that awful, awful L in Seattle. Um, the Raiders. They played, they played the Chargers. Chargers, right? That was another interconference game. So yeah. Chargers won that by five. Did you catch any of that? I know Devontae Adams had like 110 yards in his debut. Uh, I know Justin Herbert threw for a ton of yards. It was yeah. pretty good. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, and the Keenan Allen. Mm-hmm. Sort of at the beginning of that game because he was – him and Dak were my two big draft picks on my fantasy team, and they both got hurt, like, mm-hmm. in the – so. Phenomenal. Yeah. Threw for a ton of yards, even yeah. uh, even without Keenan Allen. Um, awesome. uh, I think him and Derek Carr is going to be a fantastic combination. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I, I think just because of that relationship that they have. For sure. Even if they did. They're, they just they look awesome. I think it matters more that they do. Like I think it makes it that much easier for them to, you know. No, no, I'm not together. discounting it. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not discounting it. I'm just saying that it's. I think they're amazing, amazing no matter what. Oh, Devontae Adams is basically amazing. <laughs> right, right. So, yeah, I think they'll both are all three. Uh, Kim, L.A. Uh, and Vegas will all three win more than ten games, uh, and I do think Kim can win that. Uh, yeah, I still think Kansas City is going to win that division. We don't really need to talk about that because they're Kansas City. Um, they've got, you know, Patrick Mahomes and just five touchdowns and 360 yards this week just to start right. off the season, just in case you all forgot I was here. Um, right. All that Josh so, Allen Thursday was like, nah, not yet. Yeah, that Josh Allen talk, though, that shit is – that, that guy's the fucking truth. All right, we're, the AFC East is fucking juicy. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. So, yeah. uh, West, we think Kansas City wins it. Okay, cool. So we got yeah. Indy. We got KC. Yeah. Let's move um, to your division, and I will let you lead the way. The AFC North went three and one this week, sir. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, so the Steelers lost TJ Watt. Uh, they came against the Bengals. I watched that entire thing, and it was just. The Bengals had a chance to win, even with over five times. Uh, I think the Steelers will, but I also think that their offense is just awful. They're still not going to win more than eight or nine games. Baltimore looked good, but they did play the Jets, so you got to take that with a little grain of salt. But they look good. Uh, Let's see. Bengals, again, they tried every possible way they finally did at the end of break, or end of overtime. Uh, literally, as time expired after McPherson. McPherson missed one, right? He missed three. Oh, God. He missed one of them from the line. Like, that game That's was over. crazy, bro. This dude yeah. was watching the halftime show in the Super Bowl from the field last year. And, oh, my God. Right. Here we are now. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Uh, and then we go um, Browns had some highs. They have some lows. Uh, clearly, a around the quarterback position, a boost to that in week 13, I would assume. But Brissett basically played expectations. Um, they won by more. Uh, they gave up a touchdown. Uh, like three... You know, have some things to clean up. Um, I think, like, emotionally, it was really important for them to get that win. As I texted you afterwards, 
we won our opening game. Uh, so we're feeling the organization what? has it's... time. <laughs> that is so yeah. crazy. 16-1 in the last 17 years before uh, Sunday. That's so such an insane stat, Rob. Do you realize how crazy that is to just randomly yeah. not, like to not even get lucky on opening day one time right. in the time that a child is born to when they graduate high school. <laughs> yeah, and it's 18th birthday. They they gotta they gotta win. Six, I think, was the last one. 2004, somewhere in there. I think no, it was 2004. It was Davis was our coach then. So <laughs> just a, oh a, a ridiculous, yep, a ridiculous right. streak. Um, so you know, not overshooting. Uh, anything the Panthers aren't going to be very good and you know we had to kick a 58 yard field goal to beat them um, but I think all the parts that we thought would be really good were really good uh, good Miles one rated player in the whole league uh, for week one uh, so that was nice. pretty awesome uh, and Kareem Hunt both looked awesome uh, 145 yards rushing or something like that yeah, you guys are so, second in the league in rushing right now. Yeah, so I, I think all the things that the Browns need to win, like we have right now, is in place. Um, my thought is if we can get through the first 11, 6 and 5, I think we'll make the playoffs. Anything less than uh, I think they're going to have a lot of trouble. So uh, we'll see. We Our first, like, five of our first six games of the season are very, very winnable. Um, I think our first four are Panthers, Falcons, uh, and then uh, the Chargers are mixed in there. I think the four, oh, the fourth Panthers, week is the Panthers, Jets, Steelers, Falcons, Chargers, Chargers Patriots, and Ravens, Patriots. Bengals, Dolphins. Yeah, and then Dolphins, I think it's Dolphins, Bills, and three weeks in a row. Yeah, <laughs> Dolphins, Bills, Bucks, two out of three on the road. <laughs> Man, even if you make it to Deshaun at six wins, that's when Bills, Bucks, Bengals, Ravens, Saints, and then those pesky commanders come into play. Yeah. Um, so you got to look at the last. Deshaun can make a difference. Uh, come in after the bye. So he'll have, I think he can start practicing like the month before he comes back. So he'll have some time with the offense. He'll have a chance to get. So he's been around the team for the last six months. Um, so. Just trying to to bridge that game. Played well and win, but obviously he needs to be better. Uh, and yeah, yeah, he really use and, and I saw a couple different uh, videos of of just insane routes was running and didn't get the ball, which was kind of uh, upsetting. Things that I think Watson will take advantage of. But Cooper was just losing his dude like completely off, he'd be 15 yards wide open and Brissett either had handed the ball um, or whatever, so yeah, a lot, a lot of ways to improve but I do think you know, we should be a double-digit win team and, and all the talent around him should should show through, so I don't know, I'm sorry, after first win in 18 years I'm <laughs> yeah, you sound pretty high um <laughs> <laughs> and there we go. So, um, I don't know. I, I think that if you get a full season of Deshaun Watson, you're most definitely a double-digit team, a double-digit win team. I, 
I don't know, man. I mean, I just I just know how thing how badly things can go, even with a good defense and with good skill position players, how badly things can go with Jacoby Brissett as your quarterback still. Sure. Um, so sure. it's hard for me to have just so freshly experienced that that for to just cast it aside. So I, I don't know. I let's see. That's his play for eleven weeks will determine whether or not the last six games even matter. Um, well, or whatever how many games it is. This isn't this isn't anything against Dolphins because I do think you guys have a, a fairly good team and things built around them. But our our the best medicine for is a good running game, and the Browns have a great running game. Mm. It's like offensive line, and they have two of probably the top in the league. Um, probably the biggest difference between his situation with the Dolphins and his situation with the Browns, uh, which makes it – you know, and the schedule doesn't hurt either. You know, you, I just named those five or six – he could be five and one, you know, going into week seven. So – uh, you know, by no means am I counting on that. Do, you know, I'm not guaranteeing anything. I'm not like, oh, we're going to definitely make the play. No, I'm not doing that. Um, but I do think that for once, you know, having one of the hardest schedules in the league the last, Jesus, feels like forever. Um, I do think our schedule sort of plays into being really soft at the beginning, getting harder as teams go through injuries and that type of thing. And then up again at the end when Watson's back. So, We'll see. We'll see. I'm getting too crazy. Uh, just happy to get a win. Happy to get a win, get that over with, not have to hear about the Baker crap. Uh, and then, you know. Oh, stop. man. I, I have to admit, I was, I, was, I was hoping he would win the game just for him to get to dance on the field and see what absurdities he would have come up with. Because <laughs> um, that would have definitely been the high point of the season for him because it's just not going to be great in Carolina. No. Um but all right, so who do you think wins your division? Well, so I'm going to say the Browns. I mean, I'm just I, – I can wow, be wrong, really that's okay. You're going to say the Browns are going to win even though for 11 games you're going to start Jacoby Brissett. I, oh, I do. Uh, Lamar Jackson plays this. Me. In, yeah, the Bengals and should worry. The, the Ravens do, should too. And I'm not even – I hate the Ravens, and I'm still like – they should be a little worried. So here's here's my thing with Lamar Jackson. I think first of many seasons where he did play through. And the Ravens when Lamar didn't play last year were in seven and finished last in the division. They lost their last seven games in a row. So the idea that you're running quarterback, you know, gonna just stay healthy for seventeen games, I I I I'm not counting on that. Uh and you know, especially them going into the offseason new contract, him not having an extension despite winning an MVP. Uh, I body on the line for a team that so um, that's sort of where I go with the Ravens and with the Bengals, you know they're still the Bengals, just like the Browns like it's really hard they, to just they, like they could erase. still just be a fluke, yeah yeah, yeah they should have won, obviously, like I said the other day, but they did turn the ball over five times so <laughs> you can't just sort of like yeah. count on them being amazing all the time. No, and that and that's going to fall to them into like just growing pains. Like this team is still – they've made the Super Bowl, but they're still super fucking young. They still have to experience bullshit like that to know how to avoid it the next time around. Like it's just a fact. Right. right. So 
They, they and Burroughs never beat them. They're going to have to go through that shit. Really? Yeah. For, well, you know, he has his own of, of you know, he got issues. both games in with you. He got both games against you in in his rookie season before the ACL. Well, yeah. Oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he didn't play you this week. No, yeah. So that, that's just the four games for the past two seasons. Damn. So he right. they played you in pretty rapid succession in the first year. Uh, well, because Baker's second win, like our second win in that in that two year period, that was against the Bengals, like Thursday, and then um, they beat him. I think like two or three weeks. And then the same thing last we beat him both. So, yeah, I don't know. It's it's, it's a weird division. I'm, They're all. I'm I'm going to. I am going to say that the Ravens go worse to first. I mean, that really bothers really bothers me. But I'm. I feel like everything that you mentioned about Lamar Jackson is, if anything, going to put a chip on his shoulder and go out there and just prove how amazing he is, and then. Just tell these people to fly a kite. Like, I, man, franchise. In all honesty, really there's yeah. I was gonna say, honestly, like logically, I, I can see where you'd come from like, offensively, because honestly, we have as much a chance to finish third as we do to finish. And yeah, third, and, but the, if finishing third in that division, and third in that division is not like something to necessarily hang your head about. Like third in that well, division would we be year. a really good team, right? Well, I mean, that was you guys didn't make the playoffs last year, right? That was the year before. No. <clears throat> I mean, last year being third didn't seem as great because it was the newcomer Bengals, and then everybody else was kind of just hurt. Like, how did you finish behind Pittsburgh last year? Um, uh, I mean, they still had Roethlisberger, and we had yeah. Well, that's the thing; they had Roethlisberger. It was goddamn ancient. Well, um, but he can he right. can make decisions above you know some of these other idiots. They slang it, and all those other idiots. Mason Rudolph is awful. Mitch Trubisky is so much better than Mason Rudolph. Um, Trubisky's awful too. Mitch Trubisky's bad. He's not awful. He's just bad. <laughs> no, he's yeah, he's awful. He's from Cleveland, so I I can I can say that. Mitch, no, suck. Um, he does suck. <laughs> there were so many people that thought we were risky over Miles Garrett in uh, in two thousand seven. Been just that like, would have been asking Brown's thing to do. It really would have. But instead, we traded out of the 12th pick, which ended up being Deshaun Watson. So now we can believe that. Full circle. So here we yeah. go. Full circle. <laughs> um, all right. So we've got the Colts winning. We've got KC winning. We have Cleveland and or Baltimore winning. And we go to the AFC East, home of probably the best, I would say, the best team in the conference um, and you the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Sure. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I said and the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. So oh, clearly, I, I mean, I think, you see it. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, 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 the Buffalo Bills. Uh, they could be the best team in the league. Uh, the Dolphins, the Jets, the Patriots. We're going to knock out the first two losers. Uh, there, the Jets, the Patriots. Only two lose their games this week. The division is two and two. Yeah. Miami beat the Patriots here in Miami, twenty to seven on Sunday. The defense looked awesome. Our offense looked like it still needed some work, and we still won by thirteen points against a Bill Belichick-led team. Um, McCorkle, so Mac Jones. If anybody was wondering, his middle name. 
His legally given middle name is McCorkle. So I will now only and exclusively refer to him as McCorkle. Um, he, uh, he was terrible. He was the worst rated quarterback in the league this week, mm-hmm. um, which is saying something. Uh, Javon Holland had an interception off of him after Xavier Howard tipped the ball up. We had a strip sack that turned into a touchdown on defense for Melvin Ingram. Um, So the Patriots suck. It's going to be awesome to watch them get beat up for a little while. Um, The Jets, the Jets are going to definitely suck until Zach Wilson gets back. Then they'll just be a little bad. I don't think they'll be totally awful. I think that kid's okay. Um, But they are still at best, the third best team in this division. Uh, and then let's get to the meat of it. So the Bills dismantled the defending champion Rams on Thursday night football to start the season. Like dismantled them. Josh Allen had like uh he was responsible for four touchdowns. I think it was three in the air, one on the ground, uh, and close to four hundred yards in um in all purpose yards. And he had like three something passing and eighty something yards rushing, I think. Uh so nonsense like that. Dude's gonna win the MVP this year, I think. Unless like somebody really comes out of nowhere and and takes it, or, or you know, Aaron gets a, <laughs> a third one, that would be insane. I think just as Josh Allen's MVP to to lose. Well, Aaron's got four, but you're you're also well, very easy. Don't talk about in a row. Well, I'm talking about three in a row. I know that Aaron has, but this would be his third consecutive. Um, I don't know. I mean. I know I'm just putting Mahomes to the side. I get it, but the the media, the fanship in this league, like it goes in waves. Like like Mahomes had his wave. He had his fifty touchdown year. He had his Super Bowl trips. Like, and I think that this wave towards Josh Allen just definitely started building last year. And and I think it really built through that playoff game where him and Mahomes went back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And I think that. This year, it's when it's going to really tip over into Josh Allen's favor. Um, and I think because they haven't won yet, and Mahomes has already won everything yet, like he's going to be like the media darling. And he seems just like a really nice guy. Um, he doesn't sound like Kermit the Frog smoking cigarettes like Patrick yeah. Mahomes does. So I don't know. I think, uh, not to put him aside, not saying that Patrick won't be deserving. I just, I still think that if it's close, I think that it goes to Allen. Um, he had 300 yards passing, so 297, three touchdowns, and then he ran for 56. So he had 354 yards of total offense and four touchdowns um, against the defending champs. Stephon Diggs had eight for 122 and a touchdown. I know Gabe Davis had touchdowns. Um, the Bills are scary. The Bills terrify me. The yeah. Bills are, man, the Bills are really, really good. And one of the only two teams that can get the one seed, I think, in the in the conference. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing I mean, added. I think they're pretty. Just, yeah. They're well. I mean, I had thoughts. They about, have an uh, issue at running back. They 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 have an issue at running back. They they need to they need to do better. Um, well, if you listen to Bills there. fans, they're running. So right. They really well, Josh Allen, Josh Allen led the team in rushing this week. Um, yeah. But that that shouldn't be that shouldn't be the plan. It shouldn't. I agree. Um, one thing I wanted to, to double. Um, I do. I do think. I think this is really a hot button thing, or a hot take, or whatever. But I do think the game has sort of passed Belichick by. 
Um, so I went to, to something I saw about Jimbo the other day. Still running something from five, six years ago, thinking it's going to work the same mm-hmm. now, even though the game is mm-hmm. uh, Belichick has, what, a former defensive coordinator and a former special teams coach calling. Um, you could tell against the that's what they were doing. <laughs> so uh, I, I don't really foresee them having any way to, to go back to that Josh McDaniel style offense and, and finding ways to use someone like Mac Jones. Um, I, I think I think the Patriots as we knew them before. There's some change. So say that first. Um, and are really awesome. I think barring some sort of slump or something happening in the middle, you can sort of see how the, the, the league and the conference are coming together. I mean, I think our hopes and dreams for our own personal teams, uh, I do think the one and two seed are pretty much wrapped up <laughs> unless yeah. something crazy happens. I mean, it's it's fairly clear that it's the Chiefs and the Bills, uh, which is the same as last year, really different. So, yeah, uh, Tennessee. Yeah. Well, but I mean the final two in the um, – well, they were not, not even final two. Jesus, that was a year nope. before. Because they, yeah. since they weren't one and two, they matched up in in the uh, divisional round, <laughs> semifinal. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I think I think that's what you'll see this year is is the the Chiefs and Bills getting the first two seeds and and going from there. Proper for a trip to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Do, and then that brings more? us to yeah the Dolphins. I mean yeah. I'm obviously extremely excited. I text you guys from the parking lot of the stadium how excited I was and how basically giddy I was because I have real expectations for this team. Not that I don't have real expectations every year, but this time I think they can be met. Um, So Tyreek Hill changes the offense, and it was blatantly obvious after week one. He led the team in targets, in receptions, and in yards, um, even though Waddle's the one that got the touchdown. So he had eight catches for 94 yards. We didn't look totally different on offense yet. And I feel like that was on purpose. I, I don't think that Mike McDaniel thinks we had to bust out all the stops in week one against a team that we all just kind of knew already it wasn't going to be that great in the Patriots. Um, right. When we played the Ravens this week, and then we play the Bills, and then we play the Bengals. Um, so we've got a solid little stretch right now that uh, could really make or break how the rest of the season goes. I'm hoping that if we can get through the first four games at 2-2, two and two, that we, we, we've weathered kind of a pretty decent storm in terms of our schedule layout. Um, so we got one of them. We need to beat Baltimore and or Cincinnati. I don't think that we are going to beat the Bills next week. Um, I hope, though, that it serves for a good barometer as to where we are compared to them. I hope we don't get blown out. Last year, there was one game that they blew us out. It was embarrassing. Um, And then the second game, the one that we played up in Buffalo, was much more competitive. They still beat us, but we looked like a much better team there towards the end of the season. So I hope we're closer to that version of our team than the – it was like 37-0, like – Again, like week three yeah. or week four, early in the season. Um, but yeah, it was bad. All right, yeah, 35-0, something like that. So, I don't know. I, the defense is awesome. The defense 
stayed the same basically and added Melvin Ingram and we added um, Trey Flowers, who actually didn't even play this week yet. Um, we don't have Byron Jones for four games. He's on the PUP. So that's concerning once we start getting, and not necessarily this week against Lamar, but when we get to uh, obviously Josh Allen and then Joe Burrow, uh, those are, that's a little bit concerning because those are much more air it out guys. And um, X is going to have his hands full out there with Diggs and then Chase. So that number two corner is going to be really important. So that, that might be kind of a hindrance. I don't think it's going to play that big of a factor this week against the Ravens, just based on how they play offense. But let's see, man. I mean, we're not going to win this division. The Buffalo Bills are going to win this division. Uh, the Bills are probably going to win 15 games. Uh, so maybe 14 games, something like that. Uh, I just hope we can get the third wild card spot, or not necessarily the third, but just one of the three wild card spots. Uh, I think that it'll be probably Las Vegas and, and LA going for those other two spots with a mix. Maybe if Baltimore and Cleveland are in a battle, like whoever doesn't win the division might be able to snag one of those spots too. So I just hope it's us. I think we can absolutely do it. I'm really looking forward to Mike McDaniel unleashing an offense that we haven't seen a lot of it down here. We didn't really do much on the ground this week. And I don't, I, again, I still think that was by design. I think that Chase Edmonds and, and Raheem Moster is going to be fun to watch. Uh, Connor Williams, who we picked up from Dallas this offseason, started for center for us. He was the highest-rated center in the league this week. So that was a big plus because that has been a big issue. And even though he had a bunch of – not a bunch, but he had a couple of high snaps, uh, that definitely has to have affected his grade. But he was the highest-grade on, on pro football focus. So PFF, he was the highest-graded center this week. Um, mm-hmm. So that makes me feel good because, as any Dolphin fan will tell you, other than quarterback, the biggest issue – and probably because of this, the biggest issue we've had for the past 10 years is inconsistent offensive line. So uh, I like it. I think that uh, it will be all right. We, Armstead left, left with an injury. They don't know how that's going to be. Austin Jackson left with an injury. He rolled his ankle. Um, he might miss this game against Baltimore. I hope Armstead doesn't miss this game against Baltimore. Already injuries coming up fucking us. But I think we'll be all right. Let's see. Um, I think the Dolphins can win. You know, 12 games. Um, I I do think that's sort of a realistic ceiling. I mean, I would say 11, somewhere in there. I, uh, you could fairly we're in that area. Um, and I do think that a playoff spot is certainly something that's that's in range. That should be the goal for sure. Um, it stinks when yeah. same division as the your, um, you know, top two or three best team yeah. in the league. Uh, so you sort of already punt on the division. <laughs> but um, Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, but... It's been life, because before that it was Brady. Yeah, I know. It's We sort of run it's into the same thing with, with Baltimore and Pittsburgh, so I get it. All right, so this week, just to make me feel warm and fuzzy inside that ESPN match predictor, it's got a 72% going to Baltimore. Ooh. Yeah. And Austin Jackson yeah. questionable. Taryn Armstrong questionable. I gotta I gotta look and see if they picked up somebody that I'm unaware of because I, I just I don't know. I mean I know they had receptions. It's only a three and a half week, point according but... to Vegas though, it's only a three and a half point spread. Like I don't I don't buy that prediction machine bullshit. 
Yeah, and and it's in Baltimore. It it is in Baltimore, but we had more yards than them last week. We did we put up more? Oh, they put up twenty four points, and we put up twenty. They played the Jets, and we played the Patriots. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. This is their home opener. Um, but hey, man, we kicked their ass last year, so it's possible. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. We beat them like 22 to 10 last year or something like that. 24 10, something like that. So, all right. Yeah, well, man. that took us around the league. So, Buffalo, Indianapolis, Kansas City, and who am I missing? Who am I missing? Who am I missing? Oh, and either the Browns or the Ravens. Those yeah. who we've got in the AFC. So, let's see how week two goes. A lot of good matchups out this week. The first game of the week is Thursday night, LA. Kansas City, that's going to be great. Uh, we're talking about um, Miami and Baltimore. That's going to be a really good 1 o'clock game on Sunday. Um, Sunday night football is Green Bay and Chicago, so that'll be fun. Even though Chicago is not great, those two teams, it's always fun. Uh, going to Lambeau Field and stuff like that. So, And then I don't know who plays Monday night football, but I'm sure it's a pretty decent matchup. Do you There's know two Monday night football hand? games. Oh, is this a doubleheader week? I was really disappointed yeah. they didn't do a doubleheader this past week. So they're doing it this I, week. Nice. They did. Yeah. Yeah. So there's two. And and weirdly enough, they play at almost the same time. One's at 8.15. So. Oh, I got seven. Th- so Tennessee and Buffalo. And then Minnesota and Philadelphia. Nice. So we get Buffalo on a short week. Nice. Okay. And they got to travel. Because they play, So they're playing Monday night and then we got them Sunday. Very, very nice. Um, <clears throat> and then Minnesota, Philadelphia. That should be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Good games. Yep. All right, everybody. Well, thank you for joining us for episode 30 of the Three Major Sports Podcast here. As always, rate, review us wherever you listen to your podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Three Major Sports. Um, I will do a better job of posting stuff there. I, I, will be, I, I will be honest. I have not posted as much as I should. But uh, something will go up for this episode, and we will try to keep the engagement up, everybody. So, Thank you all for listening, sir. As always, a pleasure. Yes. Uh, enjoy enjoy the rest of your evening as it's only 9 o'clock out there. I am going to jump in bed here. It is past midnight. <laughs> so Yes. I think next one's going to be an NBA NBA one, right? Yeah, we'll do something NBA. We'll, we'll stop neglecting baseball, too. Um, I'm not looking forward to any of this. So, <laughs> uh, you know, this is cool. Yeah, I'm excited. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We will catch you next time, sir. Have a great night. You too. Take care. Later.